Welcome to No Starving Artist Podcast. I'm your host, Anissa Benitez. Today's topic is boredom. How to be bored. It feels like this is one of the greatest challenges in this digital age. If you're not in survival mode, you should theoretically have some open time where you have nothing to do. A gap in the moments where you've completed everything of your daily chores, your obligations to others. Sometime, no matter how small, where you're not sure of what to do with yourself. You've maybe even gone to the extent of doing all the things you had in mind to entertain yourself. Best case scenario, you just completed an awesome creative project and now you're at a loss and you're asking yourself, what's next? I personally haven't had this break. We call boredom since I was a kid. I never thought I'd miss boredom given most of adulthood I've spent escaping it through busyness like many of us have, consciously or unconsciously, filling up my calendar, spending time with people, making even creative projects into a job, getting myself busy in the fun ways too, like doing things that I love, going to dance classes, acting. And being really consistent is a good way to never be bored because when we're stuck in routines and we're going through the cycles of a lot of the same things in our week, we always feel on schedule. There's not that open space for boredom. We're always anticipating what's next. And there is so much hidden power in boredom and we'll cover some of it in this episode. Our agenda for today's episode is first... We'll explore five big benefits of boredom. And then next, how to be bored in five steps. (laughs) Uh, If you've enjoyed this podcast, your rating review on Apple Podcasts, sharing it on social media, it makes a difference. It helps it grow and find other like-minded creatives who are interested in their inner work. As a reminder, next week's episode is the final episode of the season. It flew by. I've recorded this podcast each week in real time. So (laughs) you may have noticed the sounds of difference from me traveling in Mexico with barking dogs and roosters around me, me in Brooklyn, the sounds of sirens, and now I'm in upstate New York and it is quiet and there's just the sounds of nature but I'm also a bit congested um so yeah you just have witnessed me in a lot of different stages or heard me more specifically the changes in my voices this week I'm feeling more powerful though unwell (laughs) health-wise and it's really truly been a pleasure to connect with you consistently in this chapter of my life where the external geographics and circumstances and my relationship romantically has been really inconsistent but I've had a lot of consistency in other ways and I have so much gratitude for that I'd love to stay connected with you on social media I'll always be active on there um it's it's a funny contradiction in my personality but I love that it's a gateway to And it's a jumping off point for deeper and more meaningful discussion for more connection for this podcast. So find me at Anissa Benitez on IG and TikTok. And with that, let's get into things. 
It was around this time last year when I first read this book, Do Nothing by Celeste Headley, How to Break Away from Overworking, Overdoing, and Underliving. I likely made mention of it in a previous episode. I had to have. I'm sure I did. But here we are again, learning the benefits of boredom, and I appreciate this quote that she shares from the book. In many ways, I think we've lost sight of the purpose of free time. We seem to immediately equate idleness with laziness, but those two things are very different. Leisure is not a synonym for inactive. Idleness offers an opportunity for play, something people rarely indulge in these days. So I should preface with sharing these benefits um, by saying that this is not scientific. This is most honestly based on my personal experiences, my biases of the moment. (laughs) I arrived to upstate New York and I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to have so much time to relax and just be bored. I want to just do nothing. And then I came to realize how difficult that is. Yeah, New York City is grabbing my attention in so many ways it's a very hyper stimulating environment but no matter where you live there are so many ways to be distracted these days like between I don't know if you have a tv if you have subscriptions if you have podcasts like there's so much content to consume on social media and digitally and books and it just feels like so much coming at us in addition to the external world so many things to do so many events going on so many people we want to engage with and see so much life it's hard to find a moment where we stop ourselves from doing and we allow ourselves to be and we are all entitled to feel the benefits of being more I feel the benefits of what I'll call boredom and the reason I wanted to use the word boredom is because I talk a lot about being and I talk about it in the context of meditation and embodiment and this is actually the thing that you hear kids say they're like I'm bored truly getting to the place where you've exhausted your ability to create and you're at a loss for what to do it's not like a space in which you can think of a really great solution to 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 jump into it's truly like have you had a moment where you have a complete loss as to how to entertain yourself or to create because during those times beautiful things happen the first being I'll share five benefits of boredom the first being room for play we get silly when we're done doing the things that are essential, that are important, that are high pressure, when we are bored, we often engage in what is truly, truly recreational. It is truly playtime. We can create a create a project. I know this for myself. I can create something and it starts as play, but then it becomes work. And then I'm in this work mode for quite a long time and I never see it the same way. But when we are bored, it's truly playtime. We're often not in a space um, of seeking fun mentally, and it's a beautiful place to seek fun, finally, to really feed your inner child, to really get silly, to do things that don't make sense, but bring you joy. Two, boredom creates a clarity in the distance, 
So sometimes we're so caught up in the motions and the routines of habits and we're not able to get perspective on how we truly feel, what we truly desire, and what we are accepting. Boredom is a break to get distance from ourselves and be self-inquiring. Maybe some things that we're doing and have going on are no longer in alignment with what we want, with what we desire, and with that distance, we can have more perspective on what those things might be that we're in just a routine of doing, consuming, etc. Number three, dopamine detox high. There's a high that you get after your dopamine detox. I had a podcast episode on this one in season one because I did a number of dopamine detoxes and I honestly should keep them going and will because it's beautiful. It's truly beautiful. We're so addicted to these quick hits of dopamine that we get from our digital world, specifically like social media notifications, texts, all these attention-grabbing things that zap us of energy. You can take your dopamine detox to an extreme where it's no music, um, no high-sugar foods, like a lot of things, no, no exercise, like no workouts that really are, um, you know, high-intensive or cardio, like really leaning into the slowness because during that period, it's kind of amazing. At first, it's really difficult you're immersed into a state of boredom but then eventually what happens when you start to kind of cleanse your system of taking all these quick hits is you build more endurance for slow slow pleasures for the simple pleasures and in the abstinence you cultivate a lot of inner strength a lot of openness to absorb the beauty of the world so um boredom is a beautiful thing i would assume i would say that dopamine detoxes are immersion into boredom and being boredom has such a negative connotation and it's such a it's such a rare opportunity it's a rare opportunity to have an openness for pleasure to allow for more flow of what naturally is supposed to enter your thoughts your consciousness if you think about how busy we are thinking, sometimes we're blocking ourselves from feeling, from innovating, and that leads us to number four, feel the feelings. One of the biggest benefits of boredom is you get to feel your feelings. This is probably one of the biggest reasons also why boredom is avoided. We want to stay busy, yes, because the end result of dopamine detox is, yes, through long meditations as well, is deep presence and higher sensation of pleasure. But in truth, the journey to get to that happy place, that high, that enlightenment is discomfort. You have to sit with your feelings and guess what? It's a mixed bag for everyone. We often think, oh, like, maybe it's a lot easier for some people to just sit and do these meditations. Maybe it's a lot easier for them to approach this. No, everybody has a mixed bag of emotions. There is no light without darkness. 
and to feel the heaviness of our darker emotions is really scary for many of us so it's much so that people try to escape those feelings their whole life maybe this is with busyness or drugs or sex or lust or alcohol social media anything these days can become a vice can distract us from our feeling state um but it's with feeling our feelings that we get closer to our intuitive knowing that we become more powerful that we become more our inner world is more reflected in our outer world that's how i'll put it and number five Last but definitely not least, one of the benefits of boredom is innovation to the next level. Next level innovation. I sound so tech again. What makes me particularly excited about this topic for this podcast episode is this benefit. I mentioned it in our first episode of this season, the 10 things that 2022 taught me. And What I mentioned is boredom makes space for blossoming. When you have boredom, you have room for innovation. You have room for divine intervention. You have room for, and what's divine intervention? It means that something outside of yourself is, maybe you have more awareness of serendipity in your present moment. I think that's the less woo-woo way to see things. You actually are noticing connectivity or tracing this connection to that connection, this person to that person, you're able to see a pathway forward for really innovative inventions, creative thoughts, opportunities to connect, network, expand your world. Um, The other more woo-woo version, um, which I didn't want to get into at first, but secondly, you can have downloads from the universe, right? A lot of people have clairvoyance, claircognizance. They are intuitive in a more expansive way in a predictive way they are sometimes regarded as mediums or whatever but if you don't have that space for contemplation that's not pressured you know if you think of I think did I say this on social media but looking back on a lot of the greatest innovators of the 20th century of all time were people who worked probably three hours a day, like two hours a day. Our greatest inventors had brilliant ideas and then they worked on it for like two hours and then they had all of the space in our day to come up with more brilliant ideas to invent light bulbs and a lot of innovations. And we don't allow ourselves that time. And so how are we supposed to have amazing visions of the future? How are we supposed to access our imagination otherwise? There is truly no such thing as boredom if you have access to your imagination. So it's funny that I did use the word boredom because no no creative person is ever truly bored. But a lot of creative people don't allow themselves the space enough to get to the point of boredom to have an innovative, imaginative space. We are infinitely expansive because of our imagination there are two places that are infinitely expansive the universe outer space and our imagination our inner world and it's tapped into with boredom enough boredom to experience the benefits of boredom it may take weeks 
if you're experiencing burnout and fatigue especially I remember when I left my nine to five um it took a really long time to kind of decondition from the cycle of anxiety and being on all the time to get to a place where I was actually feeling human again and back to myself back to honoring more of my inner child back to being in a place of having more of an imaginative time and so definitely be kind to yourself in that journey of allowing yourself more space and feeling worthy of having that space not feeling like you're a piece of shit because you are not as productive during (laughs) that time that's the whole point um we need space for imagination to go wild we tackle the ordinary so boredom is the room where we can tackle the extra ordinary the extraordinary we have eccentric visions expansive daydreams innovative thoughts inventions it's true magic in that space of boredom it's an artist's playground and it's a world i believe that we deserve more access to if everyone has access to this if they all did i think more of them would know that they are artists too So let's talk about how to get there, how to get to that place of boredom. How to be bored. It might seem like a silly (laughs) approach. We all know theoretically how to be bored, to do nothing. But I want to quickly highlight steps that are important in this journey to doing nothing. (laughs) First thing... One, accept that life will not stop for you. Most of us will never feel that we have enough of a gap in commitments and obligations and chores and creative work and personal relationships to take the time off. Do it despite. Accept that life will not stop and it won't be convenient to make space. Two, commit to doing nothing. If you can make it a whole day, or a whole week oh my gosh imagine that's amazing but if you can only find an hour make it an hour of being with yourself unplugged and not even focused on maybe meditating but being or make it focus on meditating your call but make that commitment to do nothing and actually hold the time so that leads to number three set yourself up for success (laughs) Set yourself up for success means tell the people who might contact you that you're not available. Find the space where you'll likely thrive and achieve the desired outcome. For me, I found it really difficult to be in the city and set boundaries. It's been a lot more easy here in upstate to have more space, to have a little less of a busyness around me, and to have, yeah, more peacefulness. It's more encouraged, I think, in this culture of outside of city life and wherever you are it might mean also leaving what's home for you for a bit even if that means just going down the street to a quiet park and being there for a few hours number four make note of where your attention is pulled during this time of boredom it's not really a time to exercise any action to overanalyze every thought that flows to you 
just allow things to flow in and out allow yourself to follow daydreams allow yourself to exist but try not to get into an actioning state because once you're in the actioning state you're no longer in that space and number five allow yourself to feel everything i think this is the beautiful part of being a human being I think most creatives, I think we are sensitive people. If you've been listening to this podcast episode for more than just this episode, I know that you're quite a sensitive individual because you are connecting with me in my sensitivity and that shows your level of empathy and tolerance for other emotional people, uh, which is a really beautiful thing and I think deeply informs our ability to create work that resonates with other people's inner worlds. It's a goal for many of us to make that connection, to create that bridge through our art, and I hope that you continue to do that. I hope that this podcast episode has been valuable to you. Oh, to be bored, what a luxury these days, and a privilege to not be in survival mode, to be not just living, but thriving, thriving enough to feel the space to do nothing. Oof. Yeah. Sounds so good. So thank you for listening to today's episode. Share it with somebody. If you found it helpful, share it on social media. You can tag me. I'll repost more than likely. Add Anisa Benitez on Instagram and TikTok. I'm so grateful to be along this creative journey with you. It's been fun and I appreciate you.